0: Hi, this is Billy Shore. Welcome back to Add Passion and Stir. It's a conversation that we love to have about food, passion, today, innovation, uh, and making a difference in the world. And we've got two terrific guests to uh, lead us through this conversation. First, let me say I'm going to be joined by Carla Warner of the Share Our Strength staff. Uh, Carla leads our work on innovation, and we're going to talk a little bit about what that means in a moment. And we're also joined by uh, two friends of this organization, Impulse and Gina Reardon. Impulse is a streamer, a gamer, a philanthropist. Uh, Many folks know him from Minecraft. He's got a million YouTube uh, followers, and he's involved in events with uh, Share Our Strength and the No Kid Hungry campaign that we're going to be talking about here. And my friend Gina Reardon, uh, active with us, I'm going to say, since like almost eight years or so or more, Gina, since 2014. 2014, uh, and doing bake sales and culinary events. Giving Tuesday, I think Gina is responsible for raising more than $360,000 for our No Kid Hungry campaign. Absolutely phenomenal. So we're thrilled to have both of you with us.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah, very good to be here. Thank you. Carla, I just wanted to say a word about uh, innovation, and I'll ask you to join me before I both Impulse and Gina to tell us a little bit about how they came to be doing what they're doing and how they got kind of connected to us. I, I know our listeners always want to hear that, but one of the themes of, of, of today's uh, discussion is innovation and a Share Our Strength, it's one of our core values. It's um, something that you know has always been kind of embedded in our DNA, but we've tried to get more and more explicit about the value of innovation and how that's kept our organization fresh, both on the revenue generating side and on the program impact uh, side. But we went so far, Carla, as to create a separate innovation department, which you lead. Just before we get to our guests, say a little bit about just the, the genesis of that, Carla, and what your work consists of.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Billy, and it's so great to be here with these incredible guests. I am coming up on my 12-year anniversary, with share our strength this December, and have had the honor For the past seven years to be working with Debbie, um, your sister and co-founder of Share Our Strength on uncovering new ways that we can raise funds for the kids we serve. So we've really been focusing on new audiences, new opportunities. Sometimes they're, you know, a growth opportunity on things that we've already done, you know, growing peer-to-peer opportunities, but always with new audiences Um, and also thinking big on things that we've never as an organization done before. So we've uh, done anything from friends giving, um, fundraising, opportunities to stream, which I'm really looking forward to speaking about how we've engaged the live stream community and are coming up on our, our next opportunity around fitness. And uh, it's just been really exciting. I think I feel very lucky to work for an organization who believes in innovation, the importance of innovation, and also risk-taking that you know, we can't do new incredible things unless we are bold and try some new opportunities. So it's we're going to hear some great examples of that today.
0: Uh, well, thanks for... Uh... Describing that, Carla, because I feel like it's not only been critical to the work of Share Our Strength, but in some ways, I hope that we're inspiring other organizations to uh, think about the importance of innovation as well. So let me let, let me turn to our guests uh, first. Uh, you impulse—you've become such a force, uh, not just for our organization but for philanthropy in general, because you find so many ways to motivate your followers and and your supporters uh, to do good things in the community to to generously. Uh, donate, I, uh, and I, I would say, you know, impulse. I'm I'm 67 years old, but fortunately, I've got a 17 year old son, so he understands your world probably uh, and engages in it more than more than I do. But I think I'm uh, been savvy enough to realize that uh, this is such a uh, important, powerful force for the future of philanthropy. So, tell us just a little bit about how you came to be. Doing what you're doing, how how did you become Impulse? Let's put it that way. (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a pretty crazy
3: story. I definitely didn't go to uh, to college to become a YouTuber and streamer and and gamer. Uh, You know, I went for software engineering and and became a, a developer at a Fortune 500 you know company manufacturing powerhouse in the United States and the world. And uh, along the way, I what myself. Co- what have, company was that? It's uh, Intel. Was the Intel company I worked for? It. So yeah, yeah, most everybody knows that company. But yeah. I was doing software development there. And uh, as as I had kids that, that were getting older, uh, they wanted to to get into video games. And my son had uh, had an interest in architecture. And so I found a video game called Minecraft. You may have heard of it, and um, a game where he could build. And and the crazy thing about Minecraft is it's it's actually fairly difficult when you first dive into to playing it so I, I took like most people do to YouTube to, to learn how to, to play and I realized uh, all the all the tutorials and things going on on YouTube I felt like you know I could probably probably do a little bit better yeah it just seems something that, that interests me in, in trying so I started up a YouTube channel started doing my own tutorials and uh, let's plays and things like that on playing Minecraft with my son just to kind of capture our experiences together as uh, so He was like eight years old at the time. So I've been doing this for, for 10 years. And over time, it just grew an audience. Uh, it, it just, you know, luck and, and was fortunate enough to, to reach people and grew an audience. Like you said, I have over uh, you know, a million subscribers now on YouTube. And uh, at some point in time, I realized that, uh, that that's going to be that's going to be my new passion, my new career. And I, I, I flipped careers. I, I no
0: longer work for Intel and do this full time. So this wasn't a linear thing. I was going to ask you what, what, you know, kind of like, what's the delta between where you are today and where you thought you were headed when you started this 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, up until the day I
3: quit Intel, I I, I didn't think this was going to be my my life. Uh, so it, it definitely snuck up on me. And, and you know, with the pandemic, uh, most a lot more views were coming our way because, you know, people were turning for uh, entertainment on YouTube and things like that. And so I grew quite a bit. And it was a bit shocking to, to, to go from where I was to where I am now. But uh, yeah, at some point I realized this is actually what I want to be doing. And I, with this, this following I've you know, garnered, I could, I could make something with it. Right. And, and that's when uh, I was, I was thinking, you know, Hey, it'd be great to, to give back. I'm in a fortunate position now. And I've got a great community behind me. And just so happened that Carla reached out at the exact moment that I was thinking about uh, getting into to philanthropy so, yeah, it was just very good timing on Carla's part, I'd
0: say. Right, well, great timing. Car- Car- Carla has a knack for great timing. Um, <laughs> Gina Gordon I, I want to ask you the same question, how you came to be doing what you're doing. I, I-, I know that you've got a, a passion that uh, for-, for food, for hunger, for the culinary community, and for baking, but I also know that it wasn't a-, a straight line or a linear progression for you either in terms of how you actually got into the culinary community. Um, Tell us a little bit about where that began for you.
1: Well, when I was in college, I changed majors like every semester. I didn't know really what I wanted to do with my life. And so I married early and had a child. And when I was a young mother, um, that's when I really flourished, I think, as a home cook and and was given a gift by my sister-in-law about catering a party, how to cater a great affair. And that set me on the course for... Um, catering events. Um, my husband and I built a catering company. We op- owned and operated in the Kansas City community for over 20 years. And so I built quite a, a network of vendors and other culinary professionals. And then it was when I um, was cruising on social media, I saw a post that a friend from Kansas City who'd moved out to LA had posted about a, a bake sale. To benefit no Hung- no kid hungry she uh was inviting people to pr- to support it and to donate and i i had never heard of the organization and uh, did a little bit of digging on my own after her repeated posts and discovered what no kid hungry really really was all about and it struck a pretty intense chord with me because as a mom and as a cook um who has pretty much fed people her entire life. Um, the thought of any child being hungry um, really, it, it, it was disturbing and the numbers of the insecure kids in this country. Uh, so it was a social media uh, prompt that led to, a, I, we like to say a little bit of a movement here in Kansas city. Um, so social media does, does do, do good things.
0: It does. It does. And I, um... I guess, you know, in our work, uh, in, in this business, we call what both of you do. Uh, we put it under the label of what we call peer to peer fundraising because you inspire so many other, uh, peers and individuals, uh, not just to, you know, come to a, a dinner or to come to an event, but to find ways to mobilize, uh, individually. And it, it adds up to having a, a tremendous impact. Gina, say a little bit about some of the things that you've been involved in uh, in our behalf from the bake sale to Giving Tuesday to other other types of events.
1: Yes. I um, This social media post that I mentioned, I reached out to my friend and she had made an introduction um, to Jessica Baumberg, who's on your staff. Jessica and another of, of her colleagues sent me their their six weeks to bake sale success. And um, that was extremely helpful for us to, to plan and host the the very first bake sale. We were, um, I think we came in fourth in the country for bake sale sales, um, independent bake sale. And that year, and that was um, encouraging to me. And it was through calling on uh, all these vendors that I'd worked with in my catering business to get their support to create, you know, an event. Um, I wanted to to grow it and um, was so enthusiastic about raising more money because I felt like we had a great message to share and a community that was behind us. That yeah, we did participate in a Giving Tuesday and had some some high numbers that first time. We. Worked with a local. And Gina, tell you know what Giving
0: Tuesday is in case everybody doesn't know. Oh,
1: it's the first Tuesday after Thanksgiving, where uh, nonprofits across the country do a major fundraising push, um, in celebration of all that we have, all that we're we're grateful for, and and what we and pr- to prompt us to give of our own resources just um, in support of. So that year, um, I, of course, my cause was No Kid Hungry, and I'd never participated in Giving Tuesday before. So I sent out uh, emails and texts to anyone I could think of and encouraged them to make a donation, however small, on Giving Tuesday um, to benefit our K- Kansas City team. And with every dollar, you know, using that messaging, every dollar can connect kids to 10 meals, we we raised I don't know, over five thousand dollars that day on our t- on my team link, um, and I thought that was pretty exciting. Um, I have another plan for that again this year, and <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing that push um, since this is, has not been a, a major bake sale year for us. Um, another thing we did was work with a local coffee roaster to do a blend of coffee that was the. No Kid Hungry blend that we sold at a bake sale. We do an annual promotion with a local regional dis, um, liquor wholesaler. They do a spring into gin promotion in, in March and April, and a percentage of the sales of this gin is donated back to No Kid Hungry. Um, that that's of integrity. Wine and Spirits in the Kansas City area, and their, their gin distiller is Koval out of Chicago, and it's an excellent product. That's been a lot of fun. Um, we've done shopping nights with store local, st- locally owned stores, as well as Kendra Scott for fundraising. And then after attending a culinary event in Chicago, we hosted our first Country Brunch and Bloody Mary Smackdown in 2016 as a way to bring in more of our restaurant chefs who, for them, participating in a bake sale was not the best use of their time, but they were more than happy to participate in a brunch, um, a brunch, a tasting brunch event. We had a, a, a country band that performed live, and uh, we had some culinary experts in the city that were our judges for a Bloody Mary Smackdown. Uh, Most of the bartenders were part of the bartending association or representing restaurants in the community. We had a live auction and silent auction. And that year we raised a hundred thousand dollars between that event and the bake sale. So that was, it was it was kind of mind-blowing, actually, even for me. Um, <clears throat> we've repeated that event three times, and we hosted one small uh, uh, Midwest Mardi Gras, but it was, the weather was not conducive. It was a small crowd. It was still successful. We made money, but that was not probably the best timing for an outdoors event. Um, so we'll look look for another opportunity this next year, we've got had a major hotel who's been recognized as one of the best new hotels by Travel and Leisure magazine. They're really anxious to partner with us to do a culinary event in their space.
0: I get so excited listening to you talk about this, and 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 you, you uh, know, like impulse, make it sound like it's just all pure fun, and like it is. And I know it's also a lot of work, but you've also both demonstrated uh, kind of the core. Theory behind share our strength, which is that everybody's got a strength to share. Everybody's got something to give, and you can love Minecraft. You can be a gamer. You can be a streamer. You can be. Uh, you can participate in bake sales. Uh, there is a way for everybody to kind of take their passion and to transform it into uh, impact that can change somebody's life by making sure that kids get fed. That's what's so powerful about. What you both do. But uh, Carla, uh, let's let's get you in the conversation and share with us a little bit about how uh, we connected with Impulse and maybe Impulse can describe for us uh, both what happened with uh, Lord of the Rings last year and the 24 hour uh, streaming event and what's going to be coming this year.
2: So I was hoping I could take a few minutes before I started to tell the incredible story about what Impulse has done and what he's going to do by just giving a quick 101 about live streaming in general, because I think a lot of people are still learning what we mean when we say that we are engaging people in live stream fundraising. Um, you know, when we launched Stream for No Get Hungry in 2019, it live streaming in general was Kind of growing, still not something commonly used by fundraisers as a as a fundraising tool. Um, but it was definitely something that was gaining momentum. and we were so excited as the revenue innovation team, to have the opportunity to tell our story about No Kid Hungry within this community, and you know, community is the perfect word for this. And I'm sure Impulse will speak to this shortly. But you know, people who gather together to to live stream their passions, and it's sometimes gaming, sometimes music, sometimes culinary, you know, do so to share there's that passion with other people with like interests. And so when we launched the initiative. We knew already that there were people in this community that were giving up their time and talent and live stream airtime for causes that they cared about. And so we were really, really excited to build that initiative for Stream for No Kid Hungry. And over time, slowly started engaging more and more leaders in the streaming space um, and knew we needed to come up with some pretty creative new ideas that were going to wow people um, in a fun way that really spoke to them, but also gave us the opportunity opportunity to tell the story about the kids that we serve. And so, we work with a brilliant, brilliant agency called Carper Creative that um, helped come up with a concept around doing a 24-hour movie marathon last, uh, last Black Friday with a Lord of the Rings theme, where we would recreate moments within Minecraft for the movie. And it was incredibly, incredibly fun. But we also knew we needed the exact right talent for this. Um, and when we discovered impulse, we were like, yep, this is this is the guy he has. He has the following. He has the personality he has. you know He, he came with all of the right elements to feel really aligned with who we are, our core values um, and what we were looking for. And it was. Easily one of the coolest things that I've worked on in my tenure at Share Our Strength because um, it was just 24 hours of of pure bliss, but also an exhausting (laughs) 24 hours for Impulse, who you know just did did his thing, right? Like we were meeting him where he was at, and that he was just showcasing his talent to his incredible community, um, but while also raising funds for the kids we serve. And you know, Impulse, I'd love for you to tell us about that experience, you know, feel free to share what was hard about it and also what felt good.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, uh, your your timing was perfect when you reached out because I was wanting, I was in a space where I was definitely wanting to give back. And uh, of course, being a father of three, I have kids of my own. So uh, the idea that, that there are kids out there going hungry definitely hit home for me. So I was, it, it just kind of made the perfect marriage. And, in that I, like you said, I, I did have an audience on uh, Twitch is the the live streaming platform, and not only that, my my audience it's more like a family or a community. In, in that we've we've all kind of formed bonds, right? Because it's not just me blasting myself out there, and there's no uh, there's no back and forth with live streaming. They actually have the ability to chat back in real time, and and over you know the course of doing this for many years, I've gotten to know many of the people in my community uh, a lot better, and so we have a, a bit of a bond and. And because I'm older, uh, a lot of my audience is also older uh, and they can they can empathize with, uh, you know, uh, child hunger and, and wanting to help out. And so we when we went into this event, uh, my first thought was, can I stay awake for 24 hours? Can, <laughs> can I be on? You know, because when you're on camera, you, you do kind of take on a bit of a extra uh, persona that, that you want to exude. Some, some energy and, and uh, you know, be entertaining and all that. And I wasn't sure if I'd be able to keep that up for 24 hours. Uh, but as Carla said, we had an amazing team with Carper Creative. Uh, they planned out the events like we, we knew down to every 15 minutes what was going to be happening. Um, and they were able to make sure that I was well taken care of with uh, bringing in some guests to kind of free me up. So I wasn't just talking for 24 hours straight and I'd get some breaks and uh, some decent food in me and things like that. So uh, the event went really smooth, and it was just—it was really cool to see the community come together and support and give the the amount of support they did. I mean, if I if I remember right, we raised over hundred thousand dollars, which was just absolutely mind blowing to do in twenty four hours. And one day, uh, yeah, one day, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and there was a lot that went into to the event, of course, outside of those twenty four hours. But it it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Like I said, I was I was nervous about being able to, to make it through for the 24 hours, but we had such a great team that it went super smooth. And, and by the end of it, I was already looking forward to doing it again.
2: I will add to that too that I think one of the most incredible f- things for me to witness, and I and I'm not normally up for 24 hours, so this you have to know that I could not step away from from watching and Impulse did a truly amazing job of keeping his energy high, but we also had um, so many comments in the chat that in and of themselves were so inspiring, and I think it's a testament to Impulse and the community that he's built, who he is, what he stands for, um, the families as he mentioned that that love to watch him. Him, but it, it felt so exciting as he was hitting those thresholds on his fundraising that you know everybody was so excited and so on board to do everything they could uh, throughout this experience to help us end childhood hunger. And it, it also helped um, that there is um, this extraordinary for for any Minecraft fans that are listening. There's this extraordinary. Uh, correct me if I'm calling it the wrong thing, Impulse, but I think it's called Server that's mm-hmm. Minecraft Middle Earth, where they have recreated Middle Earth from, from Lord of the Rings within Minecraft. Um, so we had Impulse playing within Middle Earth um, and had you know incredible support from the team um, who created Middle Earth as well, Minecraft Middle Earth, um, just to create these really, really fun moments. And, and the highlight for me was the Battle of Helm's Deep, <laughs> Impulse, when you were, you were actually recreating from the movie, Lord of the Rings. And I swear when I tell you I was nervous. I I didn't know what was going to happen on your behalf. But that was just it is there were all these incredible moments that happened throughout that 24 hours that were both fun, interesting, but also incredibly feel good. And I felt so proud and lucky um, to be working with you on that impulse because you just you were amazing. And so was your community.
3: Yeah, likewise, I thought that was uh, such a great, such a great event. And like I said, I'm looking forward to doing it again. So
0: well, yeah. speaking of, yeah. <laughs> speaking of doing it again, tell us, tell us what's coming next.
3: Yeah. Okay. Carly, you want me to, to give the yeah. insight here? Go so for it. yeah, we're working on, you know, it's, it's, it's coming again, Black Friday. We're going to be, you know, day after Thanksgiving, going another 24 hours, uh, this time instead of Lord of the Rings, we're going to be, uh, visiting the wizarding world of Harry Potter, um, and taking, taking our way through that world with, with events that, uh, will be familiar from movies and things like that. And, uh, it, What's really cool is some of the incentives we have for donations is that they're able to interact with me uh, in game. So the the people that are donating, they'll be able to spawn monsters or or give me uh, potions and things like that to help me kind of through these battles that are going to take place in Hogwarts and and, you know, different scenes from the Harry Potter world. So. We've been working on it really hard pretty much since the day the last one ended, and we're super excited to do this again and see what the
0: community can do. Uh, I can't wait. Carla, how do folks and our listeners find uh, this on Black Friday?
2: So you can go to Impulse's channel on Twitch. He will be going live on, on, and I don't know if we're able to share links or resources afterwards, Billy, but um, if you find Impulse on Twitch, and Twitch, just so you know, is a platform created for live streaming specifically. And just as a side note, on, on Twitch, they have raised over 83 million dollars from events like this, charity events. So it's been become this incredible place to fundraise. Um, so yeah, you can find Impulse there, and I, I think it's just us. Backslash impulse S V, right? Impulse That's right, yep. on Twitch. Yep. yep.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you know, at, at at the base of all of this, of course, uh, and, and and what one of the things that motivates and drives all of these innovative uh and, and compassionate ideas is the, the, the importance uh to those who are participating of childhood hunger. Uh, and I would love Gina uh first you and then impulse to just talk a little bit about you know why this issue of childhood hunger has been important to you? Why it's resonated uh, to you for you? You've got so many other uh, opportunities and requests and demands on your time, and I know Impulse. You've done some many other philanthropic things as well. But say why this issue has become important.
1: Well, I think it's the for me it's the best use of my of my skills, my talents, my strengths, um, feeding people, creating moments and memories that that means something I mean when you think about it food is kind of the great is a, is a great tool to communicate things um, you know you 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 make maybe chicken soup for somebody who's not feeling well or you take a loaf of banana bread to your new neighbor or you bake a batch of cookies to welcome your kids home from school or bake a birthday cake or there's so many things that we use food to communicate a message and so to Every, I think everyone can kind of relate to that in some way or another, and so it's a great way to bring people together. and It's built this amazing community um, where just doing something that you would do naturally makes a difference, and and that's what's really beautiful about it. Um, I, for me, it's it's I, I would say it's my love language, and and speaking that language on behalf of this organization has rewarded me in ways that I can't even begin to enumerate it's just it's it's huge and the friendships and the relationships that have grown out of that the connections have been personally rewarding but but even deeper than that to know that we're making a difference in the community beyond where we just you know in our own little neighborhood
0: let me go to uh, impulse and just have you maybe address the same question impulse in terms of why this has been um something that was important to you
3: yeah absolutely i mean this 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 uh, being able to, to help children in need is definitely hits home for me because like I said, I have three young ones of my own and just the idea that, um, that there, is, there are children uh, just like them out, out in the world that aren't able to uh, get any food, right? Uh, and, and they go to bed starving. It, it, just, it, it just really breaks my heart. And so to be fortunate enough to be in a position where, where I am and be able to have a community that could help out the, the situation and get and get kids fed. Uh, it, I wanted to do it. I, I, it was just a no- brainer for me. I, I, like I said, Carla reached out at the exact same time that I felt like, you know I need to, to take to take where I'm at and, and turn it into something positive and give back. And I couldn't think of a better way to do it just because it, it hits home for me. So um, yeah, I mean, it, it just it does. It obviously feels really good to to be able to do what we did, and and I mean, I I think we were able to take that money, if I'm not mistaken, and and get a, a million meals to kids, which is crazy. Uh, they do such a good job of of being able to stretch every dollar given, and that really uh, stuck out for me too when when I found out uh, what they were able to do with with all the money that we raised. So uh, I was all in. I, it, it was it was a, a an event that, that I knew we could make a difference in the world. And it was a difference that, that made sense to me because of, of, you know, having my own kids and, and just knowing that we could put food on the table, just, just really made me happy. So uh,
0: that was basically it. You know, and I I can tell two things from, From uh, talking with both of you, one is that you know you you don't have to work on this issue twenty four seven the way Carla and I do to know that childhood hunger in this country is a solvable problem. This is you know this is something we can actually solve. We have the we have the food and we have the food programs, and um, that's one of the things that I think uh, energizes us every day at Share Our Strength. We know we're going to succeed at this, Um, and then also just you know I can hear in both of your voices and certainly yours Gina that uh, you know this comes from a place of real passion and emotion and that gives it a power that um you know is 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 beyond anything else that you you know we can imagine it really um it, it really speaks to why we've been able to do events that provide as as impulse was just saying a million meals for kids if you can uh, you know imagine that in just in just one fell swoop. So maybe say a little bit about what else you've been involved in and then just what do you think's around the corner for you and then same with Gina.
3: Yeah, uh, so recently I, I worked with a, a group of content creators. Uh, we're known as Hermitcraft. Uh, we're just a, a group of YouTubers and streamers and we were able to, uh, to raise some money for a charity called Gamers Outreach and they basically put together gaming carts that can go into hospitals so you know that the children and hospitals that are that have you know maybe been in there for for days, weeks, months, uh, you know how it gets to a the hospital. Uh, they can have something to entertain them, and uh, while they're going through whatever they're going through. So we were able to to get together and, and do that. It was it was super great to be part of that event. Um, but more, more well, not more importantly, but uh, what's coming up is something that we need to to look forward to, and that is like we've mentioned this this next Black Friday, Friday, November twenty fifth. Uh, I believe we're going to start around 10 a.m. Pacific time on that and go for 24 hours again and looking forward to seeing what the community can do this year. And uh, I am, you know, if I'm honest, I'm I'm a much bigger fan of Harry Potter than I am Lord of the Rings. So I'll actually kind of understand the storyline as we go through a little bit better. So I'm excited about that. Um, and I think my, my community is excited about that. They've already gotten involved and uh, my community is actually doing some some builds, uh, Harry Potter inspired builds. We're going to have our own house, our own, uh, like wizarding school, like kind of like Hogwarts, but for ourselves. Uh, so they're going to show that off during the stream. I'm excited about that. Um, from, from a content standpoint, I think it's going to be a really fun event. Uh, but also I'm just really curious to see what the community can do this time around now that they kind of know what they're in for. So, um, yeah, looking to, looking to get another million meals plus raise this year. So excited about that. That, that will yeah. be amazing. Uh,
0: Gino, what's next for you?
1: Well, uh, I'm going to work hard and heavy to generate my, my network to give and give generously to No Kid Hungry on Giving Tuesday. Um, I, I'm working actually at an, 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 a large global ad agency in Kansas City now, and we're pl- tentative plans to have an internal bake sale, so at least I'll get a little bit of baking in my, in my, out of my system. Um, hopefully, I'm look, aiming for the week Of Giving Tuesday, either Giving Tuesday itself or the next day on Wednesday, Um, and then our next community bake sale will be Saturday, May sixth. And you know, our our last bake sale we had over eighty bakers. So uh, you know, it's not your standard, typical church or school kind of bake sale. It's a big deal under a tent. We have community bakers, culinary professionals, next generation bakers which are talented kids and local celebrities um so we'll 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 plan that and then i'll engage in some talks with some um like the hotel i mentioned earlier um to hopefully uh, produce a community um culinary event that has a lot of other different aspects for fundraising attached to it so lots of plans for the new year
0: well, thank you for doing all that, Gina. You've just been amazing year after year after year. Just absolutely incredible. Um, Carla, you you got last question and last word.
2: That's so great. You know, I don't I, I wanna say, just reiterating that you both are so inspiring. And I think these are two very different but really powerful examples of share, sharing strength. Um, and I think for me the gratitude not only comes from your willingness to share strength, but your willingness to do it over and over, right? You know, we are always grateful for anyone that supports our cause, um, but we have a lot of sort of one and done moments and those are great. But when we find individuals who are willing to come back and continue to talk about our work to their community, we find that there's such momentum in that, Um, you know, Gina, what you've been doing is, you know, more of our traditional um, style of fundraising, but also you know what we often call renovation versus innovation, finding creative new ways to keep doing what you're doing. But you know, based on today's time and of course with you, Impulse, this is all a relatively new opportunity of, of raising funds for share our strength and and across the board for nonprofits. So well, I just would love to hear with all the exciting things that you all have shared, what, what are you, what's the one thing that you're most excited about? Like Impulse, when you think about this Harry Potter event, you know, what is the one thing that, that gets you super, super excited? And same for you, Gina, about Giving Tuesday.
3: I think uh for me it's it's just the uh, idea that we can bring this this community back together for this event you know there was so many people that were excited to see if they could hang with me for the entire 24 hours and uh and just participate and and you know even if even if it wasn't you know giving financially they were there to support me um you know with just their their chats and uh cheering it on and 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 all that and just being part of it so uh, I, I love the idea that this is it's it's based on the community banding together for a common goal, and that, that excites me every every year.
1: Yeah, I agree with impulse one hundred percent. Engaging people and doing it together is very exciting. So I would say I am a problem solver and I'm a goal setter, and so Giving Tuesday for me is about setting a goal that is not just achievable but Um, something more than that. I want to really push hard to do as much as we possibly can in the, in the short period we have left before end of year to make that difference and make it as big as possible.
0: That's fantastic. Um, I can't thank you enough impulse and Gina Reardon, both, uh, you know, listening to you, not only talk about the impact you're having on the no kid hungry campaign and share strength, but the community that you each build and that you nurture, um, That's the solution to so many challenges America faces right now. I wish there were more people out there like you. Thank you so much for being with us. And to my colleague, Carla Warner, what a treat to have you on Ad Passion and Stir. We've got to do more of these together.
2: I can't wait, Billy.
0: Please visit AdPassionandStir.com. And don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Share Ad Passion and Stir with a friend and rate the show so that others can find it. Ad Passion and Stir is produced by Paul Woody Woodle's team at District Productive and Johanna Weber of Pop and Awe with support from our team at Share Our Strength in the No Kid Hungry campaign. They include Debbie Shore, Pamela Taylor, Megan Cantrell, and Kelly Griffin. We'll be back in two weeks with more stories of individuals sharing their strength to make a difference in the world. Until then, thanks so much for listening.